Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, June 3rd. 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. We have hit the sixth month of the year, which means that we are hitting the halfway mark in 2023, and I hope that as you look over these six months that you can look with a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction as we head into the summer and the travel season and that you're able to uh, see the progress and the results that you've been able to get in your life. So welcome to another edition of the podcast. I want to say hello, uh, first of all, to anyone that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us here for the Jamel Sanders podcast. This is so much more than a show. It is a platform that we created more than a decade ago to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential and through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day, and that's what this platform will always be about. So thank you so much for tuning in. I want to pause for just a moment and say hello to those of you that are regular listeners of the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I hope you stay tuned. There is some exclusive content coming to Apple, and I can't wait to share more about that with you. Hello to those of you that may be listening to me on Stitcher. You have been with me for a very long time, and I appreciate that. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google Podcasts, those of you listening to me on uh, Spotify. Spotify has been amazing. We continue to see growth and numbers rising, and I'm so grateful for those of you that listen on that platform. Hello, iHeartRadio. I love iHeartRadio, and I'm so grateful that I get to serve you through this podcast. Hello to those of you listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or any other platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can reach out to my website, www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you will find a hub of empowerment resources and tools to help you live a greater life. you find out more about me, the work I'm doing around the world, products and services, and so much more. Excuse me. Also, you can sign up for my empowerment newsletter, empowerment breakthroughs, right there on the home page. I would love for you to get connected to the newsletter and learn more insights and news and developments about what's happening in the organization. And also, the links to all my social media platforms are there as well, with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. I am active on social, and I love connecting with you and doing life with you. So I hope that you'll connect with me beyond this podcast and stay connected to this empowerment message and community. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and the CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that has the privilege of working with leaders around the world, business, government, um, helping to bring solutions to complex global problems. 
And so we do this through um, consulting and advising. We do it through conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, and so much more. So you can find out more about my work there. And beyond that, I am also an author. I have written 11 books. Yes, I did say 11 books. Um, And for the sake of time, I will not go into all of them today. But I would like to recommend my latest book to you, book number 11, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. I always say this is the book that almost didn't get written. Um, For years, people have been asking me, Jamel, what is the key to your success? Um, You've been at this for a while. Um, The company is getting ready to have an anniversary this month. It's just been an amazing uh, ride with Jamel Sanders International, and it hasn't been an easy ride, but we won't go there today. Um, But what has been the key to your success? And while there are many factors that I believe have contributed to my success, I believe that my faith has been paramount and fundamental to all of the success and the things that have happened in my life. And people are so attracted to my faith and spirituality, and in particular, my prayer life. And for years, people have been saying, you have got to write about prayer, because when we hear you pray, we we don't hear you pray like anybody we've ever heard before. And not just that you pray, but that you get results when you pray. So what is it? And, you know, I was like, I'm not writing about that, because nobody's really interested in prayer and hearing about my prayer life. You know, surely I can write about something else. But nevertheless, I did And the feedback has been amazing as I'm hearing the personal stories and testimonials of people and how their lives have been changed through pressure. It is just unbelievable. The power of this book is that I'm giving you a technology. I'm giving you the ability to move from hope to manifestation in your life. How do you bring a prophetic potentiality into the realm of reality or time? You do it through a process called prophetic development, and that's what this book is about. It's about how to bring your dreams into view, how to bring your future into your now, and you do it through spiritual currency, and one of those currencies and technologies is prayer and prophetic intercession. It is how you pour out of you what God has deposited inside of you, and so I would encourage you to get a copy of Pressure. I believe it will revolutionize your life. You can get the book uh, from Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most major distributors have access to pressure. I know it's going to change your life in a profound way because it's my own journey of transformation. The book is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. And finally, those of you that know me best, you know I'm a writer. I love to write, and I love to journal. And so just about a month or two ago, I released something very exciting, which is my breakthrough journal, and I'm holding it in my hand right now. Uh, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine. We were talking about journaling, and I told them, you know how much I love journaling and how I'm really into customized journals now. And, you know, I said, I need to do something with that one day. And the person said to me, you do. And within 60 minutes, about an hour, uh, not only did I have a design for the journal, but I had taken it from concept to market, and it was available for sale. And they were like, you were really not playing. 
And so the Breakthrough Journal is out. I believe it's going to help you. I have been writing in mine and having breakthroughs and getting answers and wisdom and insights, and I believe it's going to do the same for you. So use this tool to write your goals, clarify your vision, plan and script your future, and strategize about your success. You can get the Breakthrough Journal right now by going to www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. Right there on the homepage, you can find it by scrolling down, or you can just easily go to my shop, and you will see the Breakthrough Journal there as well. Thank you to everybody that has already supported uh, the Breakthrough Journal. I know it's going to help you if it's helping me uh, because I know the power of journaling and the breakthroughs it can produce in your life. So what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break and let's jump right back into this series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. Welcome back. So we've been in the middle of a series called Determine the Relentless Pursuit of Your Greatest Potential, and this is part four. Now, what's so funny about this series in particular is that I had a direction that I wanted to go with this series, and we followed it. But as we begin to excavate, as what happens with me on any topic, uh, I thought I wanted to keep this to four parts, but it's looking like it's going to be five to six parts, and I can't say for sure how many. But I really feel like this is important. We had just wrapped up a series and about growth, and I really feel like this is a year of growth and development and really being intentional about your growth. And as I told you in previous episodes, uh, 2023 has been an incredible year, but it has been a challenging year. I've been challenged in ways I've never been challenged before. I've been pushed in ways I've never been pushed before because a lot of times we have these big dreams and goals and aspirations in our hearts, but how do we bring those things into manifestation? And I've discovered this year that you bring them into manifestation through very intentional execution and audacious action. And audacious action is not just baby steps. I mean, it is things that really force you out of your comfort zone at another level. And so as 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 I have looked at goals and made some tremendous progress this year, uh, I have found myself being so uncomfortable, you know, like, can't we do this a different way? Does this have to be done this way? But in the process of that, it's stretching and growing and expanding my capacity in ways that it's never been expanded before. And so I believe that uh, one of the keys to life is growth and development, and you have to keep growing and developing as a person. I feel like a lot of people want to bring value to the world, but they have not first brought value to themselves um, without my rigorous commitment to growth and development, I couldn't serve you. You wouldn't tune in. You wouldn't listen to anything I had to say because I wouldn't have anything to say. And I feel like we live in a time where everybody wants to be rewarded for value when many people have not provided any value. Like people are not just going to reward you because you're gifted and talented. Talent is never enough. You've heard me say that before. But your ability to 
specialize and to become a master in your field or discipline is the thing that's going to set you apart from everybody else. I think back on this journey and, you know, the podcast alone turned 12 years old this year. I think about even the evolution of this platform um, and how it has evolved over the years and so many hours of content and material and how it has only become more refined because it has developed me, developed me as a communicator, as a leader, as a human being. And so I look at my life in totality and I think about the evolution and the growth that has consistently happened that has given me the edge. A lot of people are like, you continue to remain relevant, you continue to uh, put out content and ideas and concepts that challenge us and provoke thought and empower us to reach our full potential. How do you consistently do that? Because we see people doing it today, and then six months later, they've disappeared. And I tell them it's that commitment to growth. And so I really feel that as we get ready to go into the second half of this year, make a commitment to growth and development. I'm telling you, it'll be the greatest decision that you ever make in your life. I think that one of the dangers of people being mesmerized by masters is that they forget that every master started as a beginner. And so people see me today and they make assumptions, but they don't understand that you're seeing um, a very refined and evolved version of Jamel Sanders. You're not seeing the beginning. And it's the same thing we do with a lot of people. We see them at a certain stage of their lives and on the what I call the the peak of their potential, but we don't see the valleys, we don't see the development, and I believe that's one of the reasons that I, I do this podcast and I do interviews and I write books because I want people to understand that you don't just get to greatness, that there is a developmental work that has to take place in your life in order for you to become who you were born to be. I can't stay there. Let me get into this. Um, part four, success is often connected to your ability to take action and to seize moments. Write that down. Success is often connected to your ability to take action and to seize moments. I wish I could say it's connected to how big your network is, how huge your heart is, how passionate you are, but I see a lot of people with big hearts and passion and networks, and they're still not successful. But what I do know is that your ability to take action and to seize moments of opportunity is the thing that's going to separate you from everybody else in this world, and it's the thing that's going to awaken you to your significance and who you were created to be. Um, as I look around the world today, I see a lot of people that desire to live a greater life, but they lack the discipline to produce a greater life. If you listen to me, if you follow me, if you read my work, if you have had the privilege of sitting with me even for five, ten minutes, you're going to hear this concept of discipline come up again and again. People say to me, how in the world have you had a podcast running for 12 years? How have you written 11 books? How have you become such a respected thought leader in this space? And a lot of it boils down to discipline. Um, I, I watch people and they say all the time, I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that. 
but we have time to binge watch Netflix. We have time to hang out every weekend, to go to the movies, um, to scroll our phones mindlessly. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you doing those things, but at some point we have to assess our activities up against our desires. Write that down. At some point, we have to assess our activities up against our desires. And when I talk to a lot of people, they have huge desires, but they have very low discipline in seeing those things manifest in your life. You don't just create a great life. You don't just become influential and powerful in the world. You have to be a disciplined person. That means that you got to be willing to walk alone. You got to be willing to be consistent. You got to be willing to be misunderstood. You got to be willing to be judged and criticized because people don't understand what you're doing. I know for a fact in my own life that because I have such a commitment to excellence, I'm often called an extremist. There are a lot of people that just say, Jamel, it doesn't take all of that, but these are the same people that are living mediocre lives, that are living below their potential, that are not making meaningful change and an impact on the world. And so who are you to tell me what it takes when you're not even producing the, life, the, the results in your own life? And so discipline is a critical element to your success. I believe that the... Reality is that a greater life will never be the result of ease and convenience. A greater life will be the result of challenges and execution. Write that down. A greater life will never be the result of ease and convenience. It will be the result of challenges and execution. And so I talk to people and I say, you have a great vision for your life. I believe that you have an extraordinary future. But let me tell you that the moment you begin to go after the life you were born for, battles are going to show up. The moment you make a choice to go after the thing you were created to do, challenges are going to descend upon your life. And what you do with those challenges is going to determine what happens to the seed of your potential. You've got to have the ability to confront the challenges and still execute on your goals and your dreams. And what I found is that most people don't have the determination to pose the things that are challenging them while at the same time executing on the things that they say they want to see in their life. Most people, the first sign of a challenge or an inconvenience or an interruption, they begin to throw in the towel and give up. And then they look at me like I'm just this um, superhuman being. And I say, you think I don't have challenges and opposition and contradictions and things that come up in my life? I have to encounter the same things you encounter, but I never allow those battles to get in the way of what I'm building and who I was going to be. And so I have learned how to oppose those challenges and continue to execute on what it is that I want to do. And I believe that because I have that mentality that I call a bulletproof mindset, it's what makes me so unique. And that's why people seek me out, because they know um, that my thinking and my perspective about life is totally different. And I believe that that's the thing that has contributed so greatly to my success. And so in order to live a greater life, 
you have got to become a person of action and a person of determination. It takes alignment and accuracy to live the life of your dreams. It takes alignment and accuracy to live the life of your dreams. Now, you all know that last year, almost this exact time, I hit one of the most challenging seasons of my life. And at that time, I broke away from social media. I kind of just pulled away from a lot of things because I realized that I needed clarity. And so I did a clarity detox, and for 30 days, um, I just really honed in on some areas. I came back, and people were like, who are you? You're totally different. Your insights are different. You're different. Everything is different. And it was because I got clarity in my life. And I'm saying that because sometimes our lives are out of alignment, and you got to get your life back in alignment so that you can move forward. And it takes that alignment and that accuracy uh, in order for you to live the life that you desire to live. I believe that it takes you having the fearless courage to forge ahead to fulfill your purpose and realize your greatest potential. Fearless courage. If there's anything you need in your life, you need fearless courage. So many people say, Jamel, I believe that I have a great future and a great destiny, but how am I going to manifest it? And I say, that's easy. You're going to have to have courage. And I hear so many people say, but I can't. I say can't is a prophetic constrictor. The moment you say what you can't do, it becomes a catalyst making that thing a prophetic reality in your life. Can is a prophetic catalyst for creativity. What you say you can do, you attract the tools and resources to make it happen in your life. So you're not going to hear me say can't. You're going to hear me say, I believe this is possible. I believe that everything will align to this thing to, excuse me, happen in my life. But you're not going to hear me talk about restrictive and constrictive prophetic words because your words are creating and scripting the reality of your life. And I believe if we really believe that, we would use our declaration with greater care and intentionality, and we wouldn't just release capricious words into the atmosphere that are ultimately crippling our futures and our destinies. But I can't stay there. Um, inaction is an enemy of destiny and crippler of your potential. Inaction is an enemy of destiny and a crippler of your potential. A lot of people are saying they feel stuck or miserable or unfulfilled in their lives or like everything is just in a holding pattern. And what they don't realize is that inaction is one of the greatest enemies of your destiny. Inaction, this is how I see inaction. Inaction is often knowing what to do but refusing to do it. And there can be a myriad of different factors that are contributing to why you are not doing it. But regardless of the factor, what I know to be true from my years of experience is that the longer you don't do it, the more unfulfilled you're going to be. And if you're waiting for everybody to agree with you, to like you, to understand you, you're going to remain in that place and you're going to live a very miserable life. So at some point, you got to just go all in and go after the life that you say you want. Inaction and inaccuracy lead to procrastination, stagnation, and frustration. And the majority of the people that I talk to on a consistent basis 
I can see these signs of procrastination, stagnation, and frustration because we think that we need more information, more YouTube videos, more coaching, more training, more this, more that. And you've been doing all of that for five years and you have not taken any action uh, toward the life that you say you want. And so at some point, I have called things out like I see them. And I begin to tell that person, well, you're a liar. And many of them will push back. Some will walk out of the room, get an attitude. But the reality is you're a liar because you say this is what you want, but every action that I see you take is a contradiction of what you say you want. So you don't really want this. And so what will happen is we will get here next year, and you will continue to be in that same place, in that same state, and nothing will change in your life, and you will go into 2024 with a new mantra and the same habits and the same cycles and the same patterns. So you got to stop being a person of inaction, and you got to become a person of action. Hope fails and dreams dissipate because of lack of pursuit and lack of perseverance. Write that down. Hope fails and dreams dissipate because of lack of pursuit and perseverance. And so... Um, Your future will never manifest until you are willing to fight for it. I can't say this enough. I feel like if I could just open up the brain of every human being and deposit this into it and close their brain back up, that maybe we could get this concept, but we don't get it. your future will never manifest until you're willing to fight for it. And so people tell me they want all of these things, but I don't see them fighting for it in their lives. You want it, but you're going to spend another week weekend hanging out with your buddies. You have not taken any action toward your dreams. I tell people you should be visiting your vision daily. You visit your cell phone daily. You visit social media, you visit your emails, you visit all of these things that have nothing to do with what you say you want, but you never visit your vision. Some people have not visited their vision since January 1st. It's June 3rd. You should be visiting your vision daily. My vision informs my activities and it dictates the direction of my life. So everything I do is centered around that vision. Every decision I make has to consult that vision. Every relationship I embrace has to consult that vision. And so you say you want this thing, but you don't even give this thing focus and attention every day. There are people that reach for their phones before they reach for their vision. I bet you won't leave your house without your phone. I bet you won't go to the airport without your cell phone. But we do not even consider our vision on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. So we say we want all of these things in our lives. You're not serious about it yet. It is one thing to have ambition. It is another thing to take the action to actualize your dreams. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Maybe it's because of just some of the things I'm seeing in my interactions with different people. But it's just time to call things out. You gotta take the action. There are people that have invested in every webinar, seminar, conference, event, coaching, training, and they are no further today than they were five years ago. 
because you're just getting more and more information and you are not taking action on the life that you say you want. Uh, how do you live the life of your dreams? It's easy. You must align for it. <sighs> when we talk about alignment, I can't stay here, but alignment is a process. Alignment is not just about your physiology. Alignment has everything to do with your psychology. It has everything to do with your emotion. It has everything to do with your spirituality. It has everything to do with your health, with your finances, with your relationships, with your vision. There are different uh, parts, dimensions that have to be talked about when you talk about alignment in your life. And so I hear a lot of people like, we're aligned on this. You're not even aligned with yourself. You don't know what your core values and principles are. So how can you really align with anybody else until you have really clearly defined what that is for you? But I can't stay there. Alignment is about more than movement. Alignment is about having the emotional maturity, the mental strength, and the spiritual resolve to position for the prophetic fulfillment of your promise. Alignment will require a renewing of your mind and a willingness to reposition. So when we start to talk about alignment, it begins with the renewal of your mind. It's not moving your body. It's not coming in contact with a certain person. It is a renewing and a transformation of your mind that ultimately translates into the transformation of your life and your world. And so I want you to spend some time with your breakthrough journal, and I want you to say, is my life in proper alignment? And not just is it in proper alignment, am I renewing my mind so that I can align for the things that I say I want to see manifest in my life? Because we talk a lot about alignment, but we're not aligning. Um, you got to get this mind right, and this mind is going to dictate the movements and all of the other things that happen in your life. But if your mind is not right, it doesn't matter what type of alignment you try, it's not going to work out the way that it's supposed to. Um, as we delve deeper into this series, I want you to prepare yourself to answer some hard questions and to face some inconvenient truths about your life. Uh, this is going to get a little uncomfortable, but um, you can say that you desire a greater life. Um, you can even say that you possess the determination, but the truth of the matter is that hope and manifestation is often distinguished by one important factor called precision. Let me say that again. You can say you desire a greater life. You can even say that you possess the determination. But the truth of the matter is that hope and manifestation is often distinguished by one important factor called precision. Hope and manifestation is the difference between what your life can be and what limits you from becoming who you were born to be. Hope and manifestation is the difference between what your life can be and what limits you from being who you were born to be. I think that's an important distinguishing factor. Hope and manifestation is the difference between what you accept and what God has designed your life to be. I have been on this concept for, seem like, weeks now. What have you accepted for your life, and what did God originally design for your life? I think that the thing that makes me and the work I do so 
different from everybody else is that we have a bunch of recycled jargon and information that this person got from that person, and they tried to tweak a few words, but it's the same thing. And then I show up, and everybody's like, you know, it's like you have your own language and vocabulary. And it's because I understand that there is a divine design for your life. There is something that God has shaped and sculpted you to do, and not just something that you settled for in your life. So many of us have just settled that this is all there is, this is all there's going to be, and there's so much more. But we suffer from possibility blindness. And so you have to begin to realize that there is a divine design for your life. And you've got to ask yourself, I want you to write about this in your journal too, what has God designed me to do? Because, I mean, everybody's talking about purpose and destiny, and I see fewer and fewer people that are fulfilling purpose and destiny. What has God designed you to do? I didn't ask you what everybody told you you should do. I don't ask you what you feel an impression you should do. What have you been designed to do? Because let me tell you, if your life is going to go to the next level, if you're going to be all that God has created you to be, you've got to begin to live your life according to that divine design. Because if you are really determined, you must realize that there is a precision to the unfolding of prophetic destiny. There is a precision to the unfolding of prophetic destiny. And furthermore, if you are determined, you must come to the awareness that without a shift in your life, you will remain out of sync. If you have ever heard me speak or listen to this podcast, you've heard me talk about being synchronized and syncopated with the divine timing of your life. And so without a major shift, you're not going to get in sync. And a lot of people are like, I don't get it. It's like something is in the way. You're not shifting. And you've got to shift, first of all, internally before you shift externally. Write that down. You've got to shift internally before you shift externally. A lot of times we're waiting for things on the outside to change when nothing is changing on the inside. And every change in your life is prompted from the inside. Write that down. Every change in your life is prompted from the inside. So if you if you are not in sync and in tune with the frequency of eternity and the divine will for your life, then we'll be wasting time doing a lot of external things that have no value because we have not gotten that internal prompting that produces the change that we desire uh, to see manifest in our lives. I believe that it is so. Um, important to understand this because you don't want to be out of sync. You want to be in divine rhythm uh, with the plan and the purpose of God for your life. Ultimately, you must uh, be willing to reposition to establish a new rhythm in your life. I wish I could delve into prophetic rhythms, but I don't have time to go there today. You must be willing to reposition to establish a new rhythm to your life. I believe that every individual on this planet, um, there is a divine timing, there is a divine sequence, and there is a divine rhythm to your life. And if you want to 
optimize your performance and maximize your potential, you got to find that rhythm. And no two people have the same rhythm. That's why I discourage people from just trying to find out what this person's routine and habits are and mimic it. There is a recipe and a rhythm to your life that you got to discover that's going to determine your effectiveness. And if you get in this rhythm good enough, what I know from experience is that it will propel you into a realm of excellence, and you will become so excellent at what you do that people around the world will come to associate you with the thing because of the rhythm that you've established in your life. Are you willing to reposition in order to see radical change in your life? Think about it. Are you really willing to reposition to see radical change in your life? And what routines have interrupted the rhythm of your life? Write that down. What routines have interrupted the rhythm of your life? I can't answer that for you. Only you have a panoramic view of your life to really perceive and understand what has interrupted the rhythm of your life and what you need to do to change it. Uh, what I know to be true is that precision will establish the pace of your life. So when you come into this realm of precision, it's going to determine the pace and the speed in which your life is to function. Too often we are in search um, of a winning life when we have not first prioritized winning moments. Write that down. Too often we are in search of a winning life and we have not first prioritized winning moments. you got to win in your moments before you can win in your life. I feel like we have such a macro view of the world, but we're failing in the micro. It's the moment-by-moment decisions and choices and priorities that are keeping so many people from going to the next level. We want global impact and influence, and we're failing at the local level. You're not doing the micro things that you need to do to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And you've got to master that if you really want to step into what you were born for. Winning moments demand focus, consistency, and discipline. Winning moments demand focus, consistency, and discipline. Winning moments will demand time, energy, and total investment. Write that down. Winning moments will demand time, energy, and total investment. And this is the reason that most people never succeed, because of the time, the energy, and the total investment. This is not one of those passive investments. This is a cooperative investment that you have to consistently make in your life. You don't just invest one time. you got to invest daily. Uh, in the moments that are going to create the life that you desire to live. What is precision? Precision is a skill that can only be developed through practice. Precision is a skill that can only be developed through practice. Precision requires intentional decisions, strategic engineering, and rigorous standards. Precision is the methodical and masterful process of something that is extremely valuable. Precision is the methodical and masterful process of something that is extremely valuable. Precision, then, is the evolutionary process to excellence. Write that down. Precision is the evolutionary process to greatness or excellence. 
I believe that every person has the seed of greatness in them. I believe that every person has hidden potential buried on the inside of them. But precision is the divine tool that is used to bring out of you what has been deposited inside of you. A lot of people are in love with their potential, but you got to get in love with the process. You got to get in love with the journey to you becoming who God has created and destined you to be. Your potential is is latent. It's dormant. It means absolutely nothing unless that potential is identified, uh, cultivated, and refined so that you can become who you were created to be. Most people die with the potential still there. It's never realized. It's never cultivated. It's never developed. So your potential in its raw form has no meaning, significance, or value to your life. It is only through the development of your potential that we see your greatness and who you were created to be. Precision is the uh, tried process by which timeless treasures are produced. It is a tried process by which timeless treasures are produced. We love the benefits that precision produce, but we don't like the cost. And I believe that this is one of the things that trips so many people up. They want to be successful. They want to do great things, but we don't like the cost that is associated with that. You don't just wake up and become great. You don't just wake up and become influential. There's a price that is attached to that. And are you willing to pay that price consistently in order to become who you were created to be? The value of precision cannot be seen in the beginning. I could take the rest of this show and the rest of this year and excavate that one statement. The value of precision cannot be seen in the beginning. So remember when I told you it goes from procrastination, stagnation to frustration, and most people live in a perpetual state of frustration? They live in that frustration because the value of precision cannot be seen in the beginning. So when you start the journey, you're going to say, this doesn't make any sense. I'm wasting time. Nothing is happening. It's it's, it's like the karate kid when the master um, had the student doing all of this stuff that didn't make any sense, and the student was frustrated, like, this is a waste of time. And then finally he reached a point where the master began to show him how all of that had been contributing to the building of his capacity and skill set in that area. And this is what we don't understand. You can't see it in the beginning. You've got to begin to take embark upon the journey. And as you embark upon the journey, all of those other things will begin to become clearer to you and make more sense. But it's not going to make sense in the beginning. The value of precision can only be seen once the thing is built. Write that down. The value of precision can only be seen once the thing is built. When we fail to perceive the price of a treasure, we will never value its process. So a lot of us just want a product. We want a manifestation. We want to see something realized in our lives. But we don't understand that in order to really understand the value of that thing, you've got to be willing to understand the value of the process of that thing, and it is the process that ultimately makes that thing valuable um, altogether. And so I think that it's so important for us to learn that uh, if we really want to be successful. When you disregard development, 
discount your potential. Write that down. When you disregard your development, you discount your potential. And so a lot of people are cursing their lives and they don't even know it because we pray bold prayers, but we fail to take audacious action because the answer to our prayers often show up under the guise of challenges and opposition. And so we begin to say, this can't be God. This can't be divine because this doesn't look like what I asked for. Well, what we don't understand is that that answer is showing up in an obscure uh, mode or an obscure uh, positioning. And you've got to have the ability to perceive uh, what this thing is and how it's going to translate into your victory and success. And so the question that I want to try to uh, excavate in the time that we have left is how then do we model a life of precision? I feel like this is so important uh, for everybody that's listening. Number one, understand what you are building with your life. Number one. Understand what you are building with your life. This is what I know to be true. You have to count up the cost and see if you have what you need to construct the life you want. If we were to look at your life today and you were to ask yourself a very serious question, ask yourself, do you have the pieces, excuse me, the material, the resources, the relationships, that you need to construct the life that you want. Because this is what I know. To construct without assessing costs is catastrophic. Any builder that is building anything of substance and value knows that if you don't assess the cost in that process, it becomes catastrophic. Because what happens is you get in the middle of a major building project only to learn that you don't have the resources that you need to finish it. And so many people, I feel like this is a metaphor for their lives. They begin this awesome building process only to get to the middle of it and discover that they did not have the resources that they need to finish it. And so now they have a half-built life. They become bitter, resentful. Um, They become angry and upset because they feel like life has given them a raw deal. And what they don't realize is that it's not that life gave them a raw deal, it's that that they didn't sit down and take the time to count up the cost of what it is that they were attempting to build. Craftsmanship is costly and will demand your concentration. So I want you to spend some time, count up the cost of what is it going to take to build the life that you want. I don't want you to look at your circumstance. I don't care about your pedigree or your historicity or your socioeconomic status or class. None of that is relevant to the life that God has designed you to build. So I want you to just count up the cost and begin to write in detail and script out what that life looks like. Number two, assess the time it will take you to design the life that you want. Assess the time that it will take you to design the life that you want. It's not enough um, to uh, basically have to know or understand what kind of life you want to create. You must be willing to um, develop a timeline of how long it will take to, to design the life you want. So I need you to not just... Um, count up the cost, I need you to 
assess the time it's going to take to create the life that you want. So timelines help us uh, develop a framework for the completion of a project. So any of us that really know about project management and timetables, we understand that they help us develop a framework for completing a project, but even more so, uh, timelines help us with the scope of a project. Because if you've ever done anything big or substantial, uh, there has to be a scope. In order to simplify the complexity, you need a scope because it breaks it down into phases and stages where you can understand what's happening at each point. And I feel like God unfolds your vision and your destiny in stages so that you're not overwhelmed by the magnitude of it. Um, And so he'll give you stages and phases and um, scopes of things so that you can begin to take action in those areas. Timelines hold us accountable for our actions and provide measures for our activities. Write that down. Timelines hold us accountable for our actions and provide measurement for our activities. So you need a timeline. It makes what is theoretical practical. This is why you need a timeline because I've had people over the years get really rude with me. I don't need to write a vision. I'm at a good place in my life, even though I don't see nothing happening in their life, but they they say they're in a good place, so I leave that alone. Uh, But you've got to get this out of your head and get this on paper because anything that you have not written down has not become real to you. Anything that you have not taken the time to write down and to commit to paper has not become real to you. When you go into a bank to request a loan for business or any dream or project in your heart, you got to come in there with a written document. You got to have a proposal. You got to have a, a financial plan of how that business is going to operate the expenses and expenditures, et cetera. You've got to have that thing. So if you've got to bring a banker, a natural banker, a document, how are you living your life without a written vision of where you're going? You're setting yourself up for failure. So take the time to write it out. It moves it from theoretical to practical. It makes it real. It gives you something to look at something to strive for, and something to pursue on a consistent basis. Timelines make what seem aloof attainable. So I want you to write it down, get it out of your head, and get it onto paper and begin to document your dream. Number three, begin designing the life that you want. Most people die with their dreams still in them. Write that down. Most people die with their dreams still in them because, remember, I told you how to get rude. It's in my head. They didn't do anything with it. It lived in their head, and they went on, and it went with them. How many ideas, concepts, businesses, nation-building strategies are in the cemetery because it was in their head, but it never got on paper. It never got into their heart. It never became um, real. I feel like there are institutions that were never built, governments that were never established, policies that were never implemented because they died inside of a person. You got to get it out of you and you got to get that thing into the now. What is it that you have been called to feel, to shape, to sculpt, to engineer in your lifetime, in your generation? Few people ever design the life of their dreams. And why is that? 
you must be willing, you must understand that in order to begin to design a life of your dream, it requires action and attention to details. In order to design the life of your dreams, it requires action and attention to detail. Action means you must move toward the life of your dreams. Anything you are unwilling to move towards, you will never manifest. Write that down. Anything that you are not willing to move towards, you will never manifest. And anything that you are not willing to move towards is something that is not significant to your life. I can't stay there. Also, what you are not moving towards really does not matter to you. Now, I know that can be offensive to some people, but it's the truth. If you're not moving toward it, it's not anything that really matters to you. What does attention mean? Attention means that you must focus on what you want to see come to fruition in your life. Focus on what you want to see come into fruition in your life. What you focus on, you fuel. And a lot of people ask me all the time, Janelle, I don't understand why this keeps happening in my life. The reason it keeps happening is because that's what you're focusing on. Focus is a powerful form of currency. And so whatever you focus on is fueling your life, fueling your destiny, fueling your dreams, fueling your ambitions, fueling the cycles and the seasons of your life. So make sure that you are focusing on the things that are going to move your life forward. In essence, what you focus on is magnified. And what you magnify, you will magnetize into your life. Details are the oxygen of your dreams. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a person that frustrates a lot of people because I am Mr. Detail. Don't come to me with this abstract, vague idea or concept and think you're going to get excitement out of me. Um, The minute you give me this vague, ambiguous concept, problem solver and the critical thinker in me immediately begins to dissect that. And it begins to dissect it multidimensional, multilayered, and you're about to get a series of questions. And a lot of people walk away with an attitude like he asked too many questions. But what people don't understand is that my success is linked to my ability to master details. And so what you see is just this abstract thing. I see uh, in layers and dimensions, and I see how all of that contributes to the larger picture of what we're trying to construct. And so if you just launch out on that and you don't consider these other facets, you're not going to be successful. And so you've got to be a person that gives attention to detail. Attention means that you move towards the life of your dreams. Um, and you got to be that person of, that is intentional about the details. Um, all right. And so details bring um, your dreams to life. Details provide form and substance to your dreams. Details bring your dreams from the realm of probability to possibility. And lastly today, you must test the life that you want to design. No design will ever see the light of day without testing. Uh, Testing will examine the validity and the value of what you are building. Testing is when pressure is applied to the design to evaluate its precision. Any fine timepiece, any fine uh, furniture or design has to go through testing 
pressure has to be applied to design and to decide and evaluate uh, the precision of that thing. In essence, testing um, reveals the authenticity of your design, and any design that fails the test never goes on display. Uh, you'll never see anything displayed that has not been properly tested. Precision being proven, and everything of value uh, put on display has been developed and proven. Um, you want to produce a life that is rare and not easy, easily uh, replicatable. Precision is living a life of substance and a life of standards. You cannot rush precision. Precision is about the preservation of value. That's really what I've been trying to drive home in this whole series today. It is about the preservation of value. And if you assess your life today, how would you assess the precision of your life? If precision is about the preservation of value, how are you preserving the value of your life? I feel like that's an important question. Uh, because determination requires this metric of precision. And in order to have precision, you have to understand it's about the preservation of value. Uh, the thing that makes a precise timepiece or a precise piece of furniture or art is the preservation of the value of that thing. And I want your life to be a preservation of value. I want people to be able to look back 50 years, 100 years from now, and to see you recorded in the history books as one of those that shaped history and changed the world and made a meaningful difference and impact in your generation. I am just so full. I feel like I just touched the surface of this concept of precision, but I hope that you got some value out of this and that you will begin to apply these principles to your life to help you become everything that you were born to be. Um, I hope you're getting something out of this series. I really feel like my assignment this year is to help people in the areas of growth and development. Um, as I've been preparing for these series and these lessons, um, the teacher in me is really emerging. And it's like, how am I going to fit all of that into an episode or a series? Because even in the points I'm giving you, I see layers and dimensions and facets of it that we still didn't even begin to uh, scratch the surface of. But nevertheless, I believe that you're getting a foundation um, of the things that are going to help you take your life to the next level. I believe that precision is important because precision is not just about the preservation of value, but precision brings you into the realm of mastery. And I believe that every person has been made for mastery. There is something that you have been called to master in your lifetime and generation. And whatever that thing is, I want you to give yourself fully to it every single day of your life. I want you to honor your potential and to use your life to be a difference maker in this world. Um, there's so much more I could say. I hope that you will stay connected, reach out on social media, um, leave a review of the podcast if you're getting any value out of it because that helps us in a tremendous way to get the word out to more people all around the world. So 
Uh, thank you so much for spending this time with me as we go into the weekend, as we head into the summer season. I hope that you will continue to live a determined life and be relentless in the pursuit of your potential. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.